Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is a HeadGum Original. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. my bones it felt right that music felt right that was from caesar romero from you guessed it december 26 2021 um so caesar says that his brother uh, he and his brother made the song for you because we love you very much thank you he forced him to help me with the sound and editing because he's much better at that the only thing we want to plug is our very own podcast basico e curioso maybe basico probably uh, for all the spotify spanish listeners um thank you so much that was incredible i think my favorite part is that uh it was her name is Riley Ann Spahn. Her name is Jeffrey James. His name is Jeffrey James. I thought that lyric was her sick. name is Jeffrey James. Say it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Say it. Um, Alf, I, what did you think about that? I, I liked it a lot. And, and like I say, I'm not phased by the fact that none of these have my name in them and they all have Jeff's name in them. It's totally normal and, and not weird. Um, I think it's interesting, though, kind of prescient that that uh, that was to the tune of Loch Lamond. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was born in Scotland. So in many ways, Where that song you? was for me. Yeah. I thought um, you were born in. England. No, my parents are English, but I was born in Aberdeen, Scotland. I don't want to do the show anymore. Come on, because you found out I'm Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Um, we have a very special guest today. It's a guest who I have been wanting to have on this pod for so long. If you've ever listened to a podcast, <laughs> he's probably been on it. Um, you know him from you know him from everything. You know him from Good Christian Fun. You know him from Gilmore Guys. You know him from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Goys. And you know him from Letterboxd. It's Kevin T. Oh, no. <laughs> How did Letterboxd get on there? Damn. Your Letterboxd is the <laughs> highlight of my day. Whenever I see that you review, it's, your Letterboxd makes me cry. It's so fucking wow. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you, Riley. And thank Before you, Alfred, you came for on, having me. I, I read your whale review set to the tune of All Too Well. 
All too whale. I All think too is, whale is how it's uh, pronounced. <laughs> it's now. Beautiful, yeah. Kevin. How the hell are you? Thank you for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. It was it wasn't a bad commute. I just woke up and went right from the bed <laughs> to the desk to record the podcast <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And that is the official story of how we came and that's together what on Zoom.com. Today. So I'm and energized and I'm ready to go. <laughs> we'll pay for your gas. <laughs> um, Kevin did ultimately, we were not clear. And why would you have thought to come on Zoom? Kevin did go to HeadGum Studios and we were recording remotely. I did, but you um, know what? I don't go there that much. So it was nice to see the outside of the building for 10 seconds before looking <laughs> down my phone and seeing, hey, here's the Zoom link from Riley. And being like, well. I guess I did not communicate on this. It was nice to see the mural. You got to see the mural. Oh, I know. I get to see the Doughboys poster out there and another poster, whatever's out there right now. What a trek, but it's worth it. Yeah. I get to see the poster slots where they've never put Inside Voices or Good Christian Fun. Inside Voices, my God. I'm so sorry I didn't include that as well. My God, you are a podcast king. You're obsessed with the stuff. You can't get enough of a podcast. I can't get enough. You know, I was listening to a really good one on the way over here. Uh, A a podcast called Articles of Interest by Avery Truffleman, if you're familiar with her. She's Great name. so, I know, and she has the best voice. She's so talented. Mm. Her voiceover is so, so good. So I recommend everyone check that out. Not a head gum joint. So we're getting off oh, that. Oh, then no one listens to it. No one listens to it. Okay, then cut it out, Daniel, 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 I guess. Maybe we can <laughs> woo her We actually her to can't talk about any content that isn't head gum. Like even just like films, TV shows. Like I shouldn't have said the whale. I shouldn't yeah. have said the whale because it's not head gum. It's not head gum. So Daniel, cut that out. Yeah, maybe it'll get acquired. Maybe they'll do a podcast adaptation of that very hard to watch movie. Movie. <laughs> Over eight episodes, you can hear Brenda Fraser go, <laughs> or whatever the case may be. <laughs> oh, Alf, what's new with you? Uh, not much except uh, I saw Megan last night, and oh, hell yeah, that has been most of my 24 hours since. Um, has been dominated by thinking about Megan, talking about Megan. <laughs> um, I also inadvertently, Riley and I have talked about this expensively already. Expensively? Talked about this extensively mm-hmm. already. Price but, conversation. Uh, are, I, I sort of accidentally saw a man called Otto and, uh, <laughs> before Megan. He uh, meant but, to go see the Fablemans. I meant to go see the Fablemans and I, and I was too late because I couldn't find parking and then they wouldn't let me buy a ticket for the Fablemans so Whoa. I bought a ticket for a man called Otto instead. And I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to and I, I was, it was me and a bunch of old ladies talking about their bridge parking partners like through the movie talking you did about. send me a photo of yourself crying after the oh, yeah film I, I really did i was moved to tears um <laughs> yeah. wow yeah a man called so that was by the man by Otto. you were <laughs> by a man called Otto. okay um you know he did also text me he's like i really liked it call me a fan called Otto. a fan called Otto. fuck yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. So that's mostly been my week was a man called Otto and Megan, the double feature nobody was <laughs> expecting or wanting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, how about they- how about you, Riley? You good? I too saw Megan. I too okay. saw Megan. So. Let Megan say fuck. Yes. Let Megan say fuck. I wish it was R-rated. That's my only qualm. I wish there was more killing. I wish there was more cursing. Cussing, even have apparently, you seen Megan? an unrated cut does exist that they might put out for it. for home video. I do have to see it on home video. Mm-hmm. Um, but guys, we're not here to talk about Megan. Mm-mm. We're not. I know. I wish we were. We're not here to talk about the whale. We're not here to talk about a man called Otto. We're here to talk about something that's I don't know touched all of us. Something that we couldn't live without. Whoa. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh my we're going to talk about Pillsbury Baked Goods, baby. Okay. Ooh. Kevin. And oh, yeah, no, you go. No, off. I'm sorry. No, why don't you go? No, no come, come on. on. Why don't you I say was just something? going to say that I think that the little, the Pillsbury Doughboy, um, which I am allowed to say because it's a headgun property, is um, <laughs> very reminiscent of Megan in a lot of ways, I think. Speak on that. Uh, he's sort of adorable, does a little dance, but is kind of sinister behind the scenes, I think. He's white. <laughs> just like Megan. Um, although they do make a very specific point in uh, Megan to say she comes in other races in a very strange <laughs> little trailer snippet. That's like, okay, cool. Sure. Um, well, that's what we're hoping for the sequel is like, it's a sort of rainbow coalition of mm. Megan's yeah. 
fighting the Megans have been distributed to the world and they're yeah. all coming alive and, and fighting. Mm-hmm. Don't get cute, Megan. Actually, when, I saw, when I saw Megan, that was the thing I thought. I'm like, whoa, this is like the Pillsbury Doughboy. And, and my friends are like, what? And I'm like, well, she's white and so is he. That's crazy. I said I had the exact same conversation with my friends. <laughs> Everyone's talking about it. And I'm glad that we can finally connect on this. Yeah. Um, guys, talk to me. Oh, Kevin, Kevin bakes. Kevin Bacon. I do. Kevin, your baked goods are incredible. Thank you. You have can you, speak from firsthand experience because some people puff it up without actually tasting no, it. No, I have had Kevin's baking and um, it's incredible. It's incredible. I'll also, Kevin posts photos of his incredible baked goods online. They all have amazing pun names. They're just so good. Well, one, how did you get into baking? Two, have you ever uh, just used a Pillsbury um, bake at home thing and put it as your own. It'd be like, oh, I made this. This is mine. And it wasn't. That would be a scandal akin to, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the most famous plagiarism scandal. Shia LaBeouf, I guess, plagiarized <laughs> a couple of years back, but that would be bad. I think that would be very bad and unethical for me to do. I got into baking because there was something I was doing a little bit before our our favorite year, 2020. Uh, it was something I was getting into and just like baking different cookies again and, and coming into my own, getting into my new space, living alone for the first time in my Mm. adult life and really trying to take advantage of the kitchen. And then, uh, during the pandemic and lockdown pre-vaccine, once the CDC was like, no, you're probably not going to get it from food. So get Postmates. It's all fine. That's when I kind of went into turbo mode of, of baking mm-hmm. and trying new recipes and pies and cakes and cookies and bars and things of that nature. Cause it was something I could take to other people and then mm. wave at them from a distance when I left yeah. it on their, on their front porch, as I did with you, I believe yeah, like really a year nice. or two ago. Yeah. <laughs> it was really nice. So, so that was kind of my entry point into it. And it was something that because I really miss taking pictures of friends mm. during the pandemic. I was like, is there a way I could like take pictures of the food and make the food look good? And there are yeah. very yeah. limited ways, but you can do it. So that was also a part of it. Do you yeah. have like a signature bake that's like your like your go to? You know, it's you're never going to fail to kill it. It's like that's your thing. Yes, there's one cookie that has like across the board seal of approval, which is a peanut butter chocolate chip pretzel cookie. Mm-hmm. We see salt on top because all those things are kind of basic by themselves or accessible as flavors. I'm not doing like a, a freaking you know, cardamom spice chai thing, you know, something that mm-hmm. might be off putting to some people, but then just putting them all together, the novelty of that, uh, makes the it salt and the sweet. That's yes, good. It's a delectable treat. And it's a delectable treat. I mean, it's not a crescent roll from Pillsbury. It's not it's a, a crescent roll from Pillsbury. Or it's not like a spooky little jack-o'-lantern <laughs> yeah. painted on cookie. <laughs> I don't even know how they make them. I don't know if Those, you've done any research. In a lab, it. I think. I, I had, Truly. Uh, I dabbled in some Pillsbury uh, baked goods uh, around Halloween because I feel like Every year I do this thing where I'm like, oh, that seems fun. Like the little, like you cut them up, you get the roll of mm-hmm. jack o dough or whatever it is, and you cut them up. And they always taste like nothing. They taste like absolutely nothing. And every year I get tricked. I'm like, maybe this will be the year. Maybe this time it'll taste like something. And it never does. Um, I do remember, I have like such visceral memories of like sleepovers and like the crescent rolls. Mm. That would be like, my mom never got it. But I remember like other friends' moms would get that. And I would go to their house and I'd be so excited for like the morning after the sleepover oh, when mm. it's like they would make the biscuits, they'd make the crescent rolls. That shit was delicious. I loved it. Now, my most visceral memory of it is actually from a few years ago. My my co-host, Caroline, from Good Christian Fun, she would, when she would host things, she doesn't do this now, I think because of my feedback. She would get the <laughs> cinnamon rolls the in, in the tube mm. from Pillsbury. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then she would get the ones that were orange flavored. So it was the ones with like Ooh. the orange, like it, I, I, it basically Marmalade? tastes like a dreamsicle. It, it wasn't specifically marmalade Brandon, in, in which case I'd be a little more open to it. But it was, it just like, and there's something about the disconnect of like, and it happened to me so many times in a row of like, I'm about to taste some mm. like regular frosting yeah. or right. cream cheese, such Love and it. such. And then getting orange, it was a violent experience for me. No, <laughs> it's not what I wanted. So that was no. the last time I really seriously messed with mm. any Pillsbury stuff. Mm. 
So when you, when you make pies, do you make them from scratch? You make the I, crust from yeah, scratch? Yeah, 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 wow. I do. He's a professional, Alfred. No, and my I'm... pie crimping, that's so good with the like with the dough pies. The mm. cookie crumble pies are like just put in a food processor and melted right. butter and stuff. Those are way better. Right. God, that sounds amazing. <laughs> sounds um, pretty good, right? I have some limited experience with Pillsbury products, mostly eating them raw. Um, huh. Like the cookie dough raw. Okay. Um, I thought it was going to be like the biscuit dough. Yeah. I, 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 I buy some grands and I just <laughs> oh. eat raw biscuit dough. <laughs> I just get a and pie. That's breakfast. I eat the pie like a really long hot dog. Oh, um, because it's still rolled up. Um, so yep, you want? Got it. Just want to make sure you got it, Riley. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, well, I bake a little bit. Um, I'm sure nothing compared to to what you you're capable of. Um, but I've never been a big pastry person when it comes to baking. Like, mm. you know what I mean? I feel like that's really where Pillsbury's pocket is in the like uh, <laughs> the Pillsbury pastry pocket. The, the Pillsbury, Pillsbury pastry, pastry pocket is 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 like croissants and the biscuits. Whereas I'm more of like a cakes, you know, kind of kind of person. Mm. Um. But yeah, you know they're they're good. I I I I will occasionally they're fine. Lying, uh, lying. I will occasionally get oh, some cinnamon rolls or something like. Come on, man! <laughs> I'll occasionally get some cinnamon rolls or something and and eat those raw. Um, but oh, God, <laughs> we need to talk later. Come on. I, I I relate though. I used to when I was a young child. I would also get the like. Huh. You know the logs of dough, and be like, "This the is fine by itself." Sure. Yes, by the cookie, the cookie dough. Oh. I have, and this is a confession, and I, I, I'm afraid to say, but I have eaten raw croissant dough, um, mm. and it's. <laughs> It's good. It's sour. Yeah. It's tangy because <laughs> oh you know what I mean. God. Because after the rise, it has like mm. the yeasted kind of. I don't and know. I just want to say, like, really quick, how old were you? Well, uh, how old was I three months ago? Um, Got it. All right. Um, should we get into some reviews? <laughs> I'd sure. love to. Alf, do you want to start us off? I think sure, if you really want. Um, I, please, please. This one is from uh, Amazon.com. Um, this is the pie crust, uh, Pillsbury Doughboy 2 pie crusts. This is from Elise N. Kevin, could I get a last name for Elise N? Oh, this uh, Nakapatoli. Elise Nakapatoli, five stars, as good as your own. I've been buying these and passing them off as my own for years (laughs) since I spotted them in the supermarket. People have asked me for the recipe over and over again. I'm never making a pie crust again. No need with these around. Note. My stepdaughter does make her own crusts, and there is a difference, but it's not enough for me to change. (laughs) Sorry. She's comparing it to her stepdaughter, but is fine with what she's doing. Is the she's, step and stepdaughter in all caps? Like she's no, that was that it? was a choice when I read it. So, okay, <laughs> dropping off the school. <laughs> this is my stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Just want to make it all clear. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah we know. Okay, um, this uh, it's first first day uh, school. I just um, I you know I did sign up for a class, mom. I can bring uh, some baked goods if you want uh, for my stepdaughter's class. Um, oh, so we, if yeah, else. yeah. I didn't I didn't know that she was your stepdaughter, but that that is interesting. You're a science teacher. Yeah, yeah. I've been oh. here for twelve years. Oh my god, it's so nice to meet you. Uh, yes, so Sydney is my stepdaughter. Yeah, she's very much not mine. Mm-hmm. She's not my kid. Okay. She's not my kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no. like she quotes, she is, but like she's not my kid. If that makes sense, just don't treat her differently because of that. I, I I wasn't planning on treating her differently, and, and I won't now because of yes. I, I I'm listening to what you're saying, and and thank okay. you for making it clear. Yeah, M- mom, can we go now? I'm tired of hearing you talk to the teacher. I want to go home. Can we go? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, sorry, she always does this. I'm so sorry. She's just like like this. I don't want you to. I don't oh. want you to be like, oh, this is her. This is who she is. Like, I don't she's just. I don't mind. No, your your daughter is a quite a oh. wonderful student oh. in my class. No, I've I've had a great time teaching her. That's awesome. You did say daughter. I'm so sorry. It's just like I did. She's stepdaughter. She's stepdaughter. Okay, your stepdaughter. Um, thank is, you. Has been a, a wonderful student. Yes. Oh, that's nice. See, Sydney, he thinks you're a really good student. Yeah, he's probably just saying that. 
Yeah, he probably is just saying that. Listen, I maybe I'm kind of, and I don't have any kids of my own, so this is my experience here talking. Same, but you were were just alike in that way. Well, you are a, a, a maternal figure, at least you would say to 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 your stepdaughter Sydney. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, you know, I I don't get into the practice of of differentiating students from one another or or putting them into like different tiers or something. They're like mm-hmm. I I try to treat them all with the same. Uh, respect and and care that I would anyone else. Uh, So they're all just students. I don't say this is a step student and this is a regular student. So I wonder if you would, you you know, uh, maybe benefit. I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you how to raise your kids or do your life, but yeah, but that might be helpful for you in the future. I don't know. So sorry, just to get clarity, what I'm getting is like, you, you, I, I should just treat her like any other kid. Well, not any other kid. I mean, she's literally you're her primary caregiver. No, I, like, I guess I hear what you're saying. Not just like a no, kid I think on you're the street. Right. Like I shouldn't just be like, oh, she's my stepdaughter. She's just a kid. She's just a kid. Mm, that's really not what I was trying to go for. But <laughs> Sydney, does that make sense? Are we cool? I feel so much lighter now. Yeah, I mean, to me, you're not like my mom, you know, or, you know you. or even my stepmom. You're just like a mom to me. That's how I see you. Like, well, no, you know, Mr. Wilson is a teacher and you're yeah. a mom. It's yeah, like, that's exactly. how I see it. Come now- back to home. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, we're home. First day of school went great for your kid. Um, Honey, <laughs> we're Sydney's here. You don't want to ask her about her day? Yeah, um, how, how was the day? Asking me or your daughter? I don't know, either of you, are both standing there. Who, how was Listen, the day? How was your days? Um, my day was great. I had an amazing talk with Mr. Wilson, who's Sydney science teacher, and let's just say he gave me a lot to think about. <laughs> and let's just say that things are going to be a little different in this house from now on. <laughs> huh, okay, Sid, how was, that's really weird. How was your day, Sid? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Um, you know, day was day was weird. Mom was, uh, sorry, uh, uh, the mom, a mom was acting really strange around Mr. Wilson at first, but I think they really reached a, a newfound uh, level of clarity that I think um is going to help her be a better parent. You know, not specifically to me, but just like in general, a better parent in the world. And hey, shut it! Hey, hey. Hey, hey, Sonny. You know what? Actually, Sonny, this is. Um, I know that I kind of inherited this dog through marriage, but um, ah, he's so cute. But honestly, the way I see life right now, <laughs> this is just a dog. He's not even our dog. Why is he inside? I'm just. I know. I know. I know. Th- honey, this is what I mean. Is that it's like Sydney's not my kid. Obviously, you know that. You know that, right? Well, like, she's your stepdaughter. Mm, she's a kid. Sure. I'm a woman. Sure. This is a dog. Sure. These and are all so true. I, <laughs> Look at Sonny. So He's confused. so confused. You're confusing the hell out of him. What are you doing? What's going on? I'm just saying it's like we don't own anything, right? Like you're a husband. This is a house. Does that making sense? We're like, renters. Really sure. Free. I don't understand. Like, I, I feel just like, oh, my God. Like. Mr. Wilson really changed things for me. Who is he this really- Mr. Wilson? Who is it? What's this guy I keep hearing about Mr. Wilson? I I don't like what he's done to you. You know, you, you go into that school, you talk to him, and you come back, you you're all different. No, 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 no. You should talk to him. You yeah, should talk to him. You're, I think I should. I, I, how about I invite him over for coffee? You get sure. to know. Because seriously, like once you, once you hear what he has to say, you're going to be like, holy shit. Holy shit, Christine. You're right. Everything's different. I'm giving up coffee for Lent. Let's do dinner. Let's do dinner. Okay. Cut to dinner. Mr. Wilson, I cannot thank you enough for coming over to this house, not our house, this house, um, just to talk a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, the world. I'm, I'm happy to, you know, get a little bit involved in the life of my students. I don't want to get too involved, but this does seem to be a situation I'm concerned with. So I'm, I'm happy concerned to- Concerned with? Yeah, the conversation we had last time really, I'm going to be honest, and this maybe isn't professional, it really bummed me out. <laughs> it like made me oh, feel no. sad. Well, I that mean, makes me sad. That made you sad. Well, it, I think seeing the way you parented Sydney in context with 
things that she said in class and she doesn't get into it that much, but I've heard her over here to like, I've heard her say to her friends, like my mom said, she step loves me. And that really, mm. you know, trips. Again, I'm not try- trying to tell you how to raise Sucks your family. That she's calling me mom, right? Like, I agree. That is concerning that she's calling me that. that. that I'm was, so glad you brought that up because mm, I'll talk to her about that later. That was not my area of concern. Uh, that It was more the the qualifier. Like, I even get it more with the daughter, stepdaughter. But step love, I don't even know what that means. Like, it's a, it's a lower tier or bracket of love. I, I've never heard that in my life. Dad mm. comes in huge, beautiful pie. He's just made fresh <gasps> out the oven. Who's Look, hungry? Who's hungry? Come oh on. My God. I'm kind of hungry. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Wilson, you eat up. Eat up. Okay. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Well, can, can I have some too? <laughs> sure. Well, he's the guest. He's the guest. Let him have some. Oh, first. you're right. Sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, I just mean he's the guest. So. No, you're right. You're right. Put my fork away. Uh, no, thank I'll you so much. I, I feel like I'm in the middle of things here. I, I do no, want to. No, no, no. <laughs> like, Mr. Wilson, we brought you here because. If I can be honest right mm-hmm. now, the talk we had changed my life. It really did. And I have you to thank. And so I've been trying to explain it to this man over here. And he just doesn't seem to be getting it. Um, but like, you know, like I said, it's like Sydney's a kid. She's not my kid. Like I said, this is a house, not my house. So, yeah, this is. Mr. Wilson, this is this is what I've been dealing with for 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 about a week now since since you agreed to come over for dinner. Yeah. Um I just, I have a quick question for you. Yeah, of course. I'm not beholden to anyone right. or anything. Why did you, what did you say? What did you do? Where do you get off? Why is my wife? You can't ask uh, him. Well, I, I feel like I misspoke because of the way your wife is taking things. And I, I'm not trying to point fingers or, or, or be combative in any way. But I was trying to draw an analogy to the way that I treat all my students the same that for your wife to call her, uh, you know, her child she's taken care of, let's mm. say her stepdaughter is. instead of her daughter, I, that feels antithetical to, to my practice of calling all my students just students. And I felt like there was a miscommunication in the way that I, w- I was talking about it. And I heard that, you loud and clear, Mr. Wilson. Oh, I, I really don't think you did. I, I do think she got the wrong lesson from it. So what I was really advocating for is more of like, just drop the step. Just daughter. It's cleaner to quote that movie. Yeah, you remember that one? <laughs> oh yes, the the social network. The social I love network. It. We love, oh, I love that, that movie. Great picture. It's, it's our a great favorite picture. movie. Yeah, we watch it every night as yeah. a family. All, every all night as a family. We yeah, watch and it's like, network. was Justin Timberlake ever better than that movie? You know what I mean? I don't think Not so. for me. I Not really for don't me. think so. No. So, that's something we can all agree well, on. Well, you know, I wasn't, I didn't really get what you were saying until that something about the social network, it really clicked for me after you said that. So, oh, okay. You're saying you don't treat your students any differently, whether or not, you know, regardless of their home life or how well they're doing in school, they're all just your students. You don't, exactly, you don't play Exactly. Exactly. Whether, you know, whatever their we economic all status is. all saying the same thing. The natural mm. extension of that is. That I, as a loving husband, should treat all women the way I treat my wife. <laughs> oh, yes. no. I should oh, act man. towards <laughs> every woman that I meet out in the world the way I would act towards my wife. No, no. So that means like you're kind of escalating your behavior with all other And that's not, and you don't Are you married, Mr. Wives. Wilson? Are you married? I'm a, I'm a single man, so I, right. I can't speak to, I, I am on the nice. apps right now. Uh, but, you know. I, Any I, luck I can, or? You know, like a lot of first dates, but it's hard to get to that second date. You know what I mean? Like it's a a high threshold. Um, Can I give you a piece of advice? Sure. uh, Sure. I I guess so. I don't know. Can you? (laughs) Yeah, I can. Uh, This is wife. uh, What are you? Number eight for me or something? Uh, You know, so for for Sydney, she's had a lot of moms in her life. Uh, A lot of stepmoms, a lot of a lot of a lot of parental figures. Okay. Um, You know, and I think. Something that's really helped me with this relationship specifically is I just treat all women like I treat my wife. You know what I mean? I just, I, okay. and then they all just like want to marry me because I treat them like a wife before we're even married. And it just like works. Honestly, getting this piece of information that this is wife number eight. Yeah. I actually, I reverse my position. You should call Sydney your stepdaughter. Don't let her get too attached. Right. This I was not, I was not aware that this was just like a revolving, rotating door. Okay. This was like, we're all saying, the same thing. I know I'm out of here in two months. 
I know I've got an expiration date. And I also don't like the kid very much. Okay. She's fine. But that's where it's like, it was the mix of like, don't call me your mom. I'm not going to be around very long. Man, this is making me, this is sadder than I've been in a long time on a Tuesday night. This this is upsetting. Why don't you have a me. slice of yeah, my husband's more beautiful pie. homemade apple pie? He makes it once a week. It is just the best thing ever. You know what? He should actually send you, honey, you should give him the recipe before he goes. Because uh, it's so delicious. Yeah. Do you want I, the I recipe? Mean, sure. Yeah. I bake a little bit. Not that much. But Are you I, actually going to make it if I give you the recipe? I, you know, I'll probably try to at some point. Yeah. Because he doesn't give out the recipe to just It's anybody. a lot of work. You know, I got to go to the computer. I print it out. I'm using ink. You know, I don't want to like do all that boot We're the thing We're not going to waste and, the computer ink yeah. if you're not going to make it. Well, you can just expensive. take a screenshot of it and then text it to, if, you, if you're worried about printing. I don't, I mean, it sounds like it might be too much oh, trouble. But isn't That's it okay. easier to work off of a physical recipe? Don't you find that I a physical so. printed out recipe is easier to, you know, your eyes and... I'm six and one, half dozen the other here with most of this stuff. You know, I, I, I'm just trying to de-escalate this situation however I can. Okay. Recipe, no recipe. I'm, I'm sort of ambivalent about it. Whatever you want to do is fine with me. Okay, I probably won't send it to you then if that's all right. Because it doesn't seem like you're actually interested in making it. That's fair. Okay, that's okay. fair. We call that's it, fine. Call Mr. It Wilson, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I can tell you want to leave. You are actively getting up out of I, your seat. And I just... I'm very uh, uncomfortable. Go, I... I <laughs> I just want to, like, did you not have a fun time tonight? Like, did you, was it not, like, I, the thing is, I thought you would, I thought you'd have a great time coming over and, like, knowing that you've kind of changed the, like, call me crazy, would change the course of our family's history forever. Well, I think what I feel right now more than anything is a sort of regret yeah. about ever speaking to you in a candid way mm-hmm. in the, in the classroom to I begin that. with. That's and, not the first time I've heard that today, if you can believe uh, yeah, it. I feel that. Wait, who else did you hear it from? Me. <laughs> My husband. Oh, yeah. no. that was me. I said that. Oh man, it's fine. Well, I'm sorry to be yet another person saying this to you, but yeah, I, no, I do, no I do regret kind of opening up and and being vulnerable about how I feel about your parenting and and how you're treating Sydney. I'm gonna stay in my lane. I'm just her teacher, and I'm just gonna treat her the same as I treat the rest of my students. I'm not gonna bring this extra baggage and knowledge of her home life into the situation in the future. So so you don't need to worry about that. That's good. That's really good. Um, do you want? Do you want some pie for the road or uh, road, road slice? Or? Literally only if it's not too much trouble. Because <laughs> if we're about to get into a whole well, no, container I mean, I'll, I and bring the container big, back. No, no, no. I'll give you a baggie. You know, I, I won't ask you to return a Tupperware. You know, Lord knows Sydney will just lose it in the bottom of a backpack or something. I'll, I'll oh, just plastic wrap. Yeah, shots at Sydney. <laughs> Damn. I'll just no, give you plastic wrap. No, holy shit. Have you ever seen this thing? The amount of food she's left in there and forgot about. Yeah. Oh my it's god! It's a whole biome in there. I mean, yeah. now that you mention it, she is one of my stinkiest <laughs> students. But I, I didn't oh, yeah. make the connection. And that's before. not us. You see our home. We keep a beautiful home. It's right? spotless. No, you. It, this is immaculate. I, I will say that is Thank for you. sure. Thank you. But she reeks of shit. It's horrible, and I don't know what it is. I think well, it's mainly the food in the bag. You know, she showers a lot, but it doesn't seem to make a difference. Yeah, you know, maybe. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna hold my tongue. I'm gonna hold my tongue. You no, do whatever no, you need to no. do. You're in our home. You're having no. our pie. What's the problem? No, I'd rather hold my tongue, at least for right now. I, I, I might have maybe a different Mr. Wilson would have said, perhaps talk to your, your stepdaughter or your daughter, respectively, about like, uh, you know, food consumption habits and messiness and tidiness, etc. But but I, I'm not going to I'm not going to do that like sort of thing a teacher should do. I don't know if hygiene falls under my... I'm a science teacher. Science, like, right. Biac, bacteria, stinky, all seems like science to me. But I am I mean, I'm sure I could find a, like, a segue, like bacteria, like that can right. cause smell. And ju- but I, and I you really pointed don't. her in Sydney, front of the whole class. Sydney, and you're like, I know Look, you've been in the kitchen this whole night. Why don't you come on in? Oh, Sydney, man. come I sh- here, Sydney. I should not have asked for the pie to go. Oh, man. Bye. Hi. Hey, me. Sydney. I brought a baggie for Mr. Wilson's pie. I had a glass pressed up against the door. I heard a, I heard the whole talk. Oh, okay. We taught her that. We did teach her that. You're teaching um, her that, but you're not teaching her take the bags out of the backpack. You're, you're teaching her how to eavesdrop and spy on, on her friends and her family. Mommy okay, said that you know, I'm going to be... I'm going to be sorry. Sorry. Thank you. A mommy told me that I was going to be an MI6 when I grow up. 
in the movie Mission Impossible 6? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm going to be such a good spy she that they have no be. choice but to cast I mean, me. Yeah. I got bad news, Sydney. They made that movie years ago. That's That's been out for like five or six years. Oh, don't are you kidding that but, just but maybe mi7 everything i've been trying hey, whoa, to do whoa, whoa. maybe mi7 or mi8 you know we we don't know they they might keep making them i think they're shooting them right now but sydney you know. looks like catatonic just <laughs> standing sydney sydney he didn't mean it shut up i mean it's what shut up sydney you can't talk you're, to us that way of all eight you're the worst I just want you Whoa. to know that. I know you don't care about being a good mom or bad mom, but I think it's important for you to know that you're the worst out of all eight. And I'm going to go. Me go and Mr. Wilson's house. Me and Mr. Wilson are mm, heading out. No, I'm not. I'm going to no, grab I'm a slice for him no, and a no, slice no, 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 for no, me. No. And I'm taking Sonny, too, because Lord knows that dog. Is this kind of like a Matilda situation? Like you want to live with your teacher? Yeah, I, he's kind uh, of a Miss Honey. No. Uh, Will you be uh, my Miss Honey? I do not. No, I do not. You want to my... take the kid? No, Will you be I my don't. Miss Honey? I, t- I don't want to leave this house with anything. Pie, a child, you know, best wishes even. It's yeah. fine. Keep them. No, I agree. Let's I go. I have to go. Yeah, let's no, head no, no, no. You're right. Well, Sydney, Sydney it's been great right. knowing you. Thank you. You're going to be a wonderful actor in MI6 one day. No, Thank you. That's they the nice thing you've ever the- said. Oh, gosh. Mr. Wilson, grab your coat. We're leaving. I'm grabbing my coat. I'm leaving. You're staying here. Is it okay with- if I drive? You look a little... No, peaked. She can drive. She has a permit. So as long as you're sitting next to her, she can drive you home. You're Spies not to listening to me, Sydney. Have your parents never? T- I mean, I'm not her parent. Oh my gosh! <laughs> has one of your parents not taught you to listen or to step listen or whatever they call it in the home? Huh? <laughs> listening. I've never yeah. heard of that. Okay. What is that? No, listen, I'm just saying in this instance, I think you would have heard me say, I, I can't take you home. It's inappropriate. You need to stay here with your family. And Mr. You Wilson, have... can I be honest? Yeah, of course. I'm your teacher. And I, don't, I hope this you, you can always be honest rude. with your teacher. I hope this doesn't come across as rude, though. Okay. I've been in your class all year. Uh-huh. You come in. You look sad. This is the most I've ever heard Sydney Ooh, talk, by You the look way. lonely. You know, you come in, I know, you know, with the glass against the wall, you've not got any kids of your own. You're single, the apps, it's not working out. Well, I mean, a lot of first dates, again, remember. Right, <laughs> right. But wouldn't you be happier, you know, you come home and you've got a, a little stinker, quite literally running around, you know, and make it a mess in your house and someone to look after and, and, and make a home with a little kid like me. I, you know, I, I do desire a family one day. That's, that's, okay. Problem you know, solved. for sure, sh- for sure. But answer your prayers. I, mm, no, I, I think I, I desire partnership before I want to actually, you know, it's like when people say I want to have kids and you're like, well, who with, you know what I mean? Like, I don't just want a kid. I want that to be part of a family, you know? Well, and I, someone I thought like- you said, sorry, I just remember remembering our conversation from the other day. I thought you said, don't treat kids any differently. Whether they're a stepkid, whether whether mm. you're a student, they're just kids. So you're saying, mm. I want a kid. This is a kid. <sighs> so by your logic, Mr. Wilson, I'm sorry, but by your logic, like, don't treat this kid differently than you would a biological child. She's going on with you, you Mr. Know, Wilson, at the end of the day. Listen, you've made some good points. Thank you. Checkmate. All right, Sydney, let's go. Come on. <laughs> okay. Thank you, home Brian. With me. Thank you, Brian. Let's go. I admit it. I admit defeat. <laughs> I've been I've been like logic trapped, like a Ben Shapiro debate or something. <laughs> yeah. Crazy! Oh, oh my god, gosh. you listen to Ben too? Oh, he's my fave. <laughs> no, I just no, I don't listen to. Him. I just know oh, Brian, him. He's all so about much like to logic. Talk about. No, I really. Well, okay, I'll I'll give you some better stuff to listen. to. I can't wait for the kids to school to hear about that. Oh my gosh, I know this is going to create a bad dynamic in the classroom, but we'll figure it out. I won't treat you any different than the rest of them. I promise. Thank you. Here, Sunny. Let's go. <laughs> Good boy. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, we created a family today, guys. We really did. We I feel did that. create a beautiful family. A family uh, can be anything. A family can, can like be anything. anything. It's 2023. Yes. It can be a science teacher and a kid. And a family. Um, let's take a quick family break. Ooh, family break.
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Hey, podcasts, listen, 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 listen. Alpha and I want to talk to you about another podcast called, and you'll never guess, Comedy Bang Bang, okay? If you've never heard of Comedy Bang Bang and you listen to the show, that's insane. It is one of the longest running comedy podcasts out there and it literally revolutionized the medium. Every episode, host Scott Ackerman interviews a famous guest like Andy Samberg, Sarah Silverman, or John Hamm. But unlike every normal interview show, Scott and the guest are joined by a group of unhinged fictional characters played by the best comedic improvisers around. People like Nick Kroll, <gasps> guest of the pod Lauren Lapkus, Paul F. Tompkins, and previous review review guest Ben Schwartz. Over the years, the podcast has built an expanded universe with tons of recurring jokes and fan favorite characters, but the best part is you can still easily jump in at any time and enjoy a new episode as a first-time listener. So check out new episodes of Comedy Bang Bang every Monday wherever you listen to podcasts. Alf, thoughts? Um, I've been listening to that show for years on and off, honestly, since I was probably in high school, which, wow, time flies. I'm older now than I was before. Good shit. Take a listen, Comedy Bang Bang. Bye. We're back from our family break. That was like the, we had the most family experience. Just then, we are family. Alf, do you want to? <laughs> oh, wait. I'll. I'll I can do read it. another can one. Read... Shit. I can read another one. <laughs> I have one. Okay, um, fine. Okay. This is for the uh, cinnamon rolls, Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. Yummy. Uh, this is from Epic Fail. Alf, can we get a last name for Epic Fail? Uh, Epic Fail Windsauce. Epic Fail Windsauce. <laughs> Remember Kevin that? Is disgusted. <laughs> You know, oh, the disgust is remembering how much I used to say win and fail, like, circa 12 wait, wait, years ago. Fail. Epic <laughs> swag alert. What are we saying right now that we're going to feel this way 12 years from now? Like, it's giving sucks. It's giving. Or whatever. It's giving. Or, like, entering my blank era. Not me Megan and my it's giving home. era vibes. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Uh, two stars from Epic Fail Wind Sauce. The title is Misleading. Look very carefully when buying these. That's it. <laughs> That's it? That's it. How many Look stars? Carefully. What? <laughs> Wait, tell me what the product is again. I might have spaced out. It's literally, it's it's for the cinnamon rolls, for the canned cinnamon oh. rolls. The title is misleading, and it just says, look very How many carefully stars? when buying these. Maybe, maybe Epic Fail Windsauce had the same experience I did, and they got... You know, the orange ones instead of the regular normal ones. I don't you know. don't know. You just got to look very carefully. I don't know. <laughs> Feels like a, a detectives providing like a note, like a serial killer note that just says, look very carefully for the victim. Mm. 
You know, guys, in my 35 years doing this kind of detective work, I've, uh... We're in, like, just, like, fluorescent lit room, just a table standing mm-hmm. around the note. I've never seen anything quite like this, I gotta be honest with you. Uh, Chief, Chief Jones, do you got any idea what this could mean? No, well, and I uh, don't even... Oh. No, I'm sorry, you go... Sorry. It sucks out this. I know that there's two <laughs> Chief Joneses. It's so confusing. I know. One one of us is a police chief and one of us is a... Uh... Fire... Fireman. Fire exactly. Chief. Yes, of course. And I am the I am the fire one. And I thought I'm you were so talking sorry, to me. I'm so sorry, Chief Jones. I, you know, one. I always forget that both of you are named Chief Jones, and so it makes it kind of confusing. But, you know, bless our firefighters. So happy that you decided you. to hop on this murder case. Yes, thank, thank you, you for your service. Um, <laughs> You know, maybe in the future, Sal, you can call one of us Fire Jones and one of us Cop Jones. That might be a heard, little more Chief distinct. Jones, yeah. Heard, okay. heard, No, heard. Co- I would Thank be you. Cop Jones in this case. <laughs> Sorry, Cop Jones. Yeah. Well, uh, Cop Jones, I mean, it says look carefully for the victim. I mean, I, I know you're the boss, but do you do we have any uh, teams out looking for somebody? Uh, I sent two guys out last night. Mm. They have not come back, so okay. I would assume they're, I don't know, taking a nap or busy with doing something else. I haven't really checked in. That's my fault. I'm bad at like keeping up and no, checking in. No, that's all good. You know, I would have done the same thing. You know, sometimes um, I wait for them to text me before texting back, and you know, it, yeah. can, it could get a little awkward. And it I, gets a little awkward. I try not to keep score with that sort of thing, because I think everyone likes to be texted, but you know, <laughs> uh, sometimes I get insecure about it. I'm probably... Guys, I'm probably one of the most insecure police chiefs in all all no, the city. No, don't say that, Cop Jones. No, it's <laughs> You're true. You're getting all shy and bashful. Yeah. No, I feel I feel bad about it. No, I mean let me be on, let me be honest with you, uh, Cop Jones. You know, sometimes Thank you, Fire I, Jones. I sometimes wonder that I like that people look at me like the lesser Chief Jones. You no. know what I mean? No, no true. Hey. Even no, no. Even me. Oh, no. Fire Jones, stop it. You're putting out fires all I day. Know. Without you, this whole town would be ablaze. I know. I'm the oldest fire chief in history. And yet I still, you know, I've been here for so long. And yet I still sometimes feel in- inadequate. And how know? old are you again, Fire Jones? I'm 98 and still counting. <laughs> I mean, you look good for 98. <laughs> yeah. Good Incredible. grief. Yeah. While this is happening, someone's like, uh, just, excuse me, um, we just got a report. Sorry, uh, uh, Cop Jones, Fire Jones, and Sal, we, we yes. just get another report that um, there is another victim um, oh. <clears throat> about 20 miles away. We have to assume that it's the same killer because they left uh, the same note just over again. So um, if we could just start to, we really need to get a hold on this case. Uh, if we could just really wrap it up because um, this person is on the loose. So sorry, sorry to take. No, it's all good. Thank you for yeah, the thank reminder. Thank you. Thank sure. you. Right, Should we run go? along now, Toots? Should we. Huh. Oh gosh, this is awkward. I I really I need to move us along, but also I feel like I need to take a minute to talk about what just happened there. No, Fire Jones, her name is Toots. Yeah. Which is kind of confusing. Oh. I understand why you would think that you was kind oh. of like in And especially, Mad you know, be- kind of vibe. because of my accent, I think sometimes yes. when I say Toots, it can, yeah, I get it. It does sound derogatory, well, but I, I, I promise it's not. And the, tr- the truth is, at my age, I remember when toots was, you know, a new word and everybody was saying it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. It was our sleigh, you know, in, in back in back in 39. Um, well, you know, and not to not to be digressive, but it's kind of like the word queer, which growing up, that was a slur. Right, and now right, it's like right. you want to say queer instead of gay because queer yes. is actually more descriptive and accurate. The queer community. I'm sorry to interrupt, but remind me. I know you had a birthday recently, but I am forgetting how old you are. I'm 21. (laughs) That's right. It's amazing. We have the oldest fire chief in the room as well as the youngest cop chief. It's pretty amazing, the circle of life when you think about it. And I mean, you could call us fire Jones, cop Jones. You could call us old Jones, young Jones. Either way. (laughs) I mean, there's plenty of description. Or you could say old fire Jones or young cop Jones. Either way. (laughs) There's so many ways. It's fun. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I always feel kind of weird because I'm just, you know, we're all sharing things today, just kind of getting a little. Yeah, open up. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. No, No, come on. Come on. I've always felt kind of insecure about my age. 
And mm. I, we we know you also had a birthday Be- recently. This because I'm right in the middle. I'm yeah. not I'm not old Sal. I'm not young Sal. I'm just kind of like 36. Mi- middle Sal. Okay, you're 36 Sal. years old. Yeah, but it's like there's no like oh you're the you're the most middle-aged detective we've ever had. Like there's nothing fun about that. So I just kind of feel like I'm always I'm always blending into the background with these kinds of things. I understand. And I felt actually no, I haven't felt that way. I imagine I'm gonna feel that way in about fifteen well, years. And that's something I can speak <laughs> Maybe to. Maybe Fire Jones just felt that you way. You know, I've I've really experienced every age of life. That you can pretty much, <laughs> yeah, you have like a you couple know. of times, honestly. <laughs> you know, and I and I, I've had a lot of careers. You know, I wasn't born, mm. I wasn't born to be a fire chief. You, you know? weren't born a firefighter. No, no, but but you know, I think as a cop, you know, there's a positive way and a negative way of looking at everything. Glass half full, glass half empty. You know mm. what I mean? And mm. that's the kind of perspective you get with 98 years of life. Hey, go Thank off, you. King. Hey, Slay. <laughs> I remember when. You know, I was in my 35, 36th year of life uh, many, many years ago. And I was. Like literally 50, 60 years ago. (laughs) And it's a shock that I remember it, but I do remember it. And I was, I was, I had by then become fire chief. Mm. And I was solving a fire crime. And I. That's what fire chiefs do? (laughs) Yes, that's what we do. And I went to a arsonist's meeting. um, Okay. And and, this meeting. Yeah, they were well. You, oh, you kids, you know, back in the back in the seventies, there were these really popular, I guess, arson uh, clubs. They would go around town. They would burn things down. It was like a movement. I don't know. I don't pay attention to politics. Is anyway. that true? <laughs> is that is that for real? Is yeah, that really yeah. something that happened? You think in the I wouldn't 70s? know I was the fire chief? I was supposed okay. to investigate no, this I'm just stuff. Checking. Okay. All right. No, I I believe him. And so I go. And uh, I go to um, I go to this arsonist meeting, and I blend right in. They can't, they don't know me from any from Adam wow. because I'm 36. And you know when and you're you 36, just like Adam. you just blend in. <laughs> you just blend in, and uh, you know that was the night that Disco died. So wow, that was a historic night. Yeah. Knock knock. Uh, hey, me. It's Toots Who's again. Um, it's Toots. Um, there have been three more victims. It was oh, uh, it was a it was at a party. Um, they did identify. They know exactly who the killer is and oh. where he's going. Oh. And so, um, so we're good. Who, who is we they? Could, who identified them? The rest of the team. All of us kind of together. We're like, oh, well, if, if Cop Jones and Fire Jones aren't. And uh, what's your name? Sal. Sal, see, I told you this happens. Uh, and you, um, if they're not going to do it, then we should just kind of make it happen so that no more lives are lost. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you guys want to come and like go on this chase with us, you can. But I, I don't know what's going on in here. I'm just letting you know that that's where we're going. We're going to go catch the killer and solve the case. Oh, okay. Yeah, just give us five more minutes. Okay, we'll be we'll be good to go. We're, we're, okay. we're really making some breakthroughs. Two and a half hours. I know. For just five more minutes. Five, so it's five more minutes? Yeah. God, I just can never place you. I know. All right, I'll leave you to it. All right, thank you, Miss Jugs. And before you say it, Fire Jones. Her name is Toots Jugs. Toots Elizabeth Jugs is her name. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm shocked she she didn't go by Elizabeth or Lizzie (laughs) or like, you know, there's a lot you could do with Elizabeth, but she wanted to be Toots or Miss Jugs. Yeah. (laughs) Does it ever? <laughs> and I mean that platonically. <laughs> anyway, I feel like we've made a lot of progress. To, I mean, we haven't caught the the killer or whatever's going on. I kind of forgot about that case. I forgot yeah. about the two men I, I sent out last night. But I feel like, I don't know, we're catching something a little more special than that. And we're all making these little breakthroughs together. Two cop, well, one cop, one chief of police, one fire chief. I don't know, guys. Should we like? Do y'all want to go on vacation? I was gonna say I'm catching feelings. I'm catching feelings. It's giving catching feelings. (laughs) I'm in. I'm in my empathy era. Oh, not Sal in his empathy era. (laughs) I I wasn't gonna do this, but I feel like we've gotten really close. Hang on one second. Hang on a second. Uh, Fireman queer. Fireman queer. (laughs) Can you come in here? Don't worry, it's his real name. Uh, queer, thank you. Can you bring the pie? Yes, sir. Piping hot pie comes up. You brought a pie? 
just for you know, I I was gonna eat it by myself, but then I figured, no. you know, I I wanted to share the image with my of two a ninety-eight-year-old man eating pie alone is very dark. It's very sad. Sad. It's very sad. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Been a hey, rough you know what? Years. Whenever, whenever you got a pie, from now on, old Fire Jones, just know. You're gonna have to slice it three ways. One for yourself, one for Sal, and one for young Cop Jones. And there is nobody other than you two that I would rather have a three-way with. Well, hey, what, uh... Oh, that's... Hey, com- you, that's actually that's a weird thing to say. That's kind what of messed up, about? man. What? No, it, oh, no, sorry. So back in my day, that's what we called, like, uh, you know, if you if you were having a meal and it was three, you know, you'd say, let's hook up and have a three-way. You know what I mean? It was just like a, when three people were having out, you're fourth, people oh, okay. hanging out four-way. Okay, you- Sal, Sal, this might literally be generational for us, because for us, <laughs> 21 and 36-year-old. Well, because you're 90, well, you said you were 98? 98. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, this might be an antiquated piece of language we don't understand. And isn't it nice that we it can come together? It just means something different. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's fist this pie, am I right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? Shooter, the killer snipes all three of them from oh. the two-way mirror. Oh. <laughs> one day away from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> I was one day away from retirement as a 21-year-old. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I never got to do anything of meaning. The pool I never of saw Paris. The pool of blood melds into the pizza pie that has dropped on the floor, <laughs> and it it pools so much that it ends up shaped into a little heart. heart. Beautiful. God, you guys, we're making families. We're making connections. This is and like a family most- can look like anything, and it can look like a really <laughs> young police chief, a really it can old be two fire chief, cops and a fireman. <laughs> Sometimes that's a family, you know. Yeah, a multi generational family, which I guess is kind of what families are. Doesn't matter. Um, should we get into our last segment? Sure, let's yes, do queen. it. This shook, shook me all week long. Kevin, wow. what's been shaking your ass? What's a what's an exciting thing you can't stop thinking about? A little a bone you have to pick. Something that has just been on your mind lately that you can't seem to get off of it. Get off of it. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I have been um really getting into the history. Like, is this a grievance that I have? It can it can be literally it can be anything. Positive or negative. What's been on your mind? Okay, you know what it is for real then? Claymation, yeah. clay animation Ooh. and oh. stop motion stuff. I've been so fascinated by. I've watched a few, you know, stop motion or claymation movies mm-hmm. and a few documentaries and just the patience. It's amazing. That it requires. I could never. <laughs> In in 2023, and it's still basically the same processes that they were mm. doing like 60, 70, 80 years ago. You know, when, yeah. uh, you know, Chief Jones was born. <laughs> when, <laughs> when Fire when Jones, Jones was, was 18. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, when he was like- I was actually getting, a pioneer of the four. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It was one of my early jobs. <laughs> he trademarked it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's been funny to, you know, watching like the Ardman stuff, Wallace and Gromit, Sean the Sheep, mm. who I love so much. I love uh. Sean. And all his little sheep friends, uh, and watching like the Leica stuff, which is like Kubo and the Two Strings, mm, Coraline, mm-hmm. that new one they put out, Wendell and Wild. Well, that wasn't Leica, mm-hmm. that was the other guy. But uh, yeah, so I've just been thinking about stop motion a lot. And then just thinking about, because I have a pretty nice camera at home. I got a little dog, and I'm like, can I make a stop motion anime movie with my dog? You know, you know the ones where it's like you take a bunch of pictures of people. Like, but they're moving, but they're like not moving their feet, yeah. and it's like they're floating because it's all like <gasps> you juddered. have to do it with him. Oh my god! I know. I just don't think I could get him to stand still in mm. increments sure. of like half an inch the way I would need <laughs> him to. But it would look yeah. so cute, wouldn't it? That would be, you know, it's something to work towards. That's a goal. I think so. Yeah, I think that would be really fun. I think stop motion cl- claymation is amazing. I could not the patience to do that kind of work is astounding well they clock in and it's like all right in four weeks we got 10 seconds done yeah <laughs> like, it's great it takes years to make like it's it's unbelievable mm-hmm. they're all psychopaths yeah. in the best way mm-hmm. we love us some wallace and gromit 
we we very much resonate with Wallace and Gromit. Wally and Grom, that new mm-hmm. Wendell and Wild movie. It's like it's a mess, but it's so pretty. It's on Netflix. People mm-hmm. can watch it. I want to say that I want to see uh, the new Pinocchio, the Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio. Oh, that that was another one. I was like, this mm-hmm. is every frame of that is so gorgeous. Yeah. You could frame it yeah. in your home and put it up as art. It's so beautiful, and Love it features. It. Uh, you know, Lydia Tarr, the real life person, she she decided to play a monkey in that movie. So she's voicing <laughs> the monkey. That's beautiful. <laughs> Lydia Tarr is the monkey. Lydia Tarr, kind the of real a, person. An interesting Lydia pivot um, for her, but yeah. Yeah. She might get the, you know, the Oscar for, you know, in her EGOT once again. That's incredible. Yeah. Good for her. Good for Lydia Tarr. Good for Tarr. I'm glad she's making a slow but steady comeback after. <laughs> yeah. After you know the woke police went after her, yeah. yeah. So You've been at the forefront of like of of you know save Lydia Tar. Uh, the reclamation project is just underway, and I'm so Hashtag happy. Hashtag we on the are front. Tar. Yeah, is, that's you kind of coined that. Well, you and have it's, a, it's spelled you, we a r t a r. We are Tar. A with the accent that's on right. it too. We you have an, an investigative podcast series sort of coming out soon don't you about Mm -hmm. about going into like why what the movie got wrong how it's actually (laughs) a lot more complicated than they made it seem and 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 that there's just a lot more nuance to it than than you might think yeah 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 yeah. there's so much (laughs) to uncover and explore with that wait what was that riley i was gonna say you're also gonna make a doc in stop motion that is this the doc Mm. version of the podcast oh yeah it's it's gonna gonna take five years a little clay lydia conducting Mm -hmm. mauler's fifth Mm-hmm. <laughs> More like Molder's fifth, because you gotta mold that clay. Oh, that's good. Okay. All right. So I've talked about this with Elf before, but something I've been thinking about is one of my grievances I have. It's just a little pet <laughs> peeve of mine that um I see it a lot in music. I see it in fiction literature, usually YA kind of stuff. Um, the use of it makes me cringe so hard. Uh, when a little like goddamn is thrown in something. Like it's like like for example, it's like ah. Oh, he just, he ruined my day with that goddamn smile of his. Like, I really, when that is used, it makes me cringe a lot. I mm-hmm. hear it in, um, you know, Karma by Miss Taylor Swift, like flexing like a goddamn That's acrobat. That's exactly the yeah. example I was going to bring up. And so it's just <laughs> like, I feel like it's something that is needed when there's like, we need something that's two syllables. Like, we really need to ho- like hit it home. And it just... I don't know. It's very cringy to me, and I hate when it's used. And it's just, it's like oh, that goddamn smile. I really hate it. Mm-hmm. I've taken to just saying GD. I will. Ah. G- I will just say that GD, that GD smile. What, what is going on with my GD dog? You know, like because <laughs> I love damn. Like look at that damn thing. But it's like like the goddamn. It just feels. It feels like a fifteen year old trying to like really make a point of like. Uh, so if like you were that. to rewrite. Mm-hmm karma yeah. what would you put i in? have been thinking about this and and to be fair it's like <laughs> like there's not I, I i guess that is kind of the only good thing because you're not gonna say flexing like a circus acrobat that's not what you're gonna say i would say flexing like a sir like a weird guy acrobat flexing <laughs> yeah. like a weird guy <laughs> maybe for all the that's it the places like you put gd acrobat. put weird guy and see if that fits i love that like he just he ruined my day with that weird guy kiss that he had to give me it fits it fits it It, fits i love it we solved it mm, if you're gonna put goddamn in any writing just replace it with weird guy and it will do the same thing and it sounds better because i think we can all agree blasphemy is so cringe it's so cringe nothing is cringier to me than when somebody takes the lord's name in vain the lord's name in vain is like an epic fail (laughs) it's It's absolutely not win sauce sauce. yeah disrespecting (laughs) the king of kings is not epic win sauce That's an epic fail. If you, I think I might be so. entering my purity era. <laughs> Not me and my true love waits era. <laughs> Alf, what's, what's been shaking you? You've had the time. You didn't know, listen to a word I said. I know. I completely zoned out. Um, yeah. I think what's been shaking me is that I got blackout curtains. Um, you said that last time. Oh fuck! Did I really? You did say that with Shelby. <laughs> wow! You just okay. can't stop thinking about it. You I just can can't use it twice. stop it. No, if it's I'm not. Really, no, you can't no, get I won't. I won't do my blackout curtains. Okay, desperately scanning the room, desperately picking an object, desperately, desperately searching. <laughs> George um, Glass. Yeah, that's George what it feels like. It's a George Glass situation. Yeah. Alf's got himself into. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, 
Give me 10 seconds. And I'll think about gratitude. Ten. Think about the new year. Nine. Think yeah. about your friends. Think about your your comedy partner here on this podcast. Think about something that you love almost as much as your blackout curtains. <laughs> There's nothing I like as much as my blackout curtains. Um, but you know what I think it genuinely is then? Um, <laughs> You're pissed. <laughs> you know what I'm fucking you know angry what it about? Is. Uh, no, the experience of seeing Man Called Auto and Megan in theaters. I, double feature. <laughs> double feature. The double feature nobody asked for. I forgot how much fun it is to see horror with other people. Mm. I... I spent so much of the pandemic watching. A man called Otto is very scary. The way I felt, yes, <laughs> it's uh, horrifying how desperate <laughs> Hanks is now. No, I'm just kidding. But I, I finally, I watched Barbarian the other day too with some people, and that just, just the experience of like sharing, sharing a horror movie with other people, um, you know, is just so fun, and it's something. It's one of the few things where, like, seeing it in the theater really makes a difference for me. And seeing Megan was just a blast. I went to a movie theater where I was one of the oldest people in the theater. It was a Gen Z heavy oh, yeah. crowd. Mm. And is that crazy? It, so many kids came to a movie. I was like, I don't even. I didn't think kids knew what movies were anymore. <laughs> I thought they were like, if it's not Twitch, I'm not interested. There was a straight up nine year old in my screen. Is that Megan true? Well. Yes. <laughs> Who was like there with her like parents, I guess. I don't know. But she was loving it. She was having a blast. Whereas if I'd seen Megan when I was nine, that would I would never have been able to go into a Toys R Us again. Yeah. Um mm. The but, the fate worse than death is not being able to step mm-hmm. into a Toys R Us again. And now and now kids don't even have that option because I know. Of the, yeah, because I was just gonna say you can never go to a Toys R Us again. Uh, the Toys R Us in my hometown, I think, is a big lots now. Um, and you know that's kind of a big metaphor for my life and growing up and how yeah. I used to love Toys R Us and now I love Big Lots. <laughs> You're obsessed with Big Lots. I'm always going to mommy, mommy. Will you please drive me to Big Lots <laughs> every time I go home? Please, can I go to Big Lots? <laughs> Um, oh, I love it! Yeah, it, that it is and a my experience. blackout curtains. Um, Got it. I really love my blackout curtains. Kevin, thank you so much for joining hey, us today. Thanks for having me. How fun! This was such a ball, Kevin. Where can people find you? Anything to plug? Anything coming up? Ah, uh, you can find me at Kevin T. Porter on Peloton, Letterboxd, <laughs> OnlyFans, Instagram. <laughs> um, and then you can listen to Good Christian Fun wherever you get your podcast, wherever you're listening to this. We talk about Christian pop culture, but we're not a Christian show. Don't worry. It's very great. If you haven't listened to Good Christian Fun, Ooh, thank you. Uh, stop listening to this show. I mean, there's only what, like probably a minute left mm-hmm. and then go and listen to Good Christian Fun. Um, I drove truly, across country uh, a few weeks ago back from Virginia to Chicago and I listened to like six episodes Whoa! of Good Christian Fun. Oh, did you blast. grow up with it? Did you grow up with like Christian With stuff, Good Christian or? Fun? Yeah, I listened <laughs> yeah, to the podcast every day. I did, I did. I, 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 in Virginia, um, it was it was a big thing. Okay. Um, and like, even though I, my family didn't specifically wasn't a big deal, it was a very big deal in the in the community. And I went to a Christian school, and so there's a lot that I can relate to. Oh in, yeah, in the podcast. Well, we're um, spoiling your episode where you come on, so let's uh, let's let's I'd save it for. Yeah, yeah let's not ask. burn the content here. Um, and we will let you plug that because it is a headgum property, so you are. Yes. It is headgum, yes, so, so totally good. it's legal. Yes. To yeah. Um, um, well, you can find Alfred on Instagram at Alfred in it. You can find the show on Instagram at Review Review on Reddit r slash Review Review, and we have a Discord channel Review Review on the Headgum Discord if you want to come hang out. And you can find Riley on Instagram.com at Riley and Spa. Again, only the web browser. If you look for me on your phone, I'm going to block you. It has to be Instagram.com. And then on Twitter at Riley Coyote. Um, Yeah. And as we say every week. (laughs) Yep. Our catchphrase we do every single week, which we all love. Oh. Is. Always. Pine. Oil is my blood from the Dane Cook <laughs> <laughs> car alarm bit. Oil As we is say every my week. Oil, Oil is, is my, my blood. blood. See you oh, next God. time. Bye. Bye. That was a Hidgum original.